Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Off in the S's, a podcast focusing on the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship. I'm your host, Stu, and on today's show... It's official, the 2023 Rolex 24 will feature a 60-car grid with at least 10 cars on the wait list. I'll talk about who made it in and who's sitting on the sidelines crossing their fingers. After a reported 72 entries for the 2023 Rolex 24 at Daytona, IMSA finally releases the 60-car field that will take to the track. This comes after speculation on just how many grid spots would be available for the 24-hour race just due to the increased interest in not only IMSA but in some of the classes as well as the increased space that the new GTP cars will take on pit lane in order for them to be safely serviced. The list that was just released features 9 GTP entries, 10 LMP2 entries, 9 LMP3 entries, 8 GTD Pro entries, and a grid of 24 GTD cars. Amongst those cars that are entered, there's not very many that are entered just for the 24 hours of Daytona, as this is something that IMSA was said to be looking to avoid, especially with the over 70, the oh, at least north of 70 entries that had confirmed interest in the race. There were a fair number of entries on the 2022 Daytona grid that wound up being just Daytona-only entries. KCMG entry comes into mind, that second Corvette entry that was on the grid, just to name a couple. So with the increased interest and the increased number of interested entries that were put forward, this is something that IMSA wanted to avoid for the 2023 running. Now, despite this, most of the classes stay just about the same size as they were in 2022. Of course, the DPI category, which is now gone, will be replaced by the GTP category. That increases two entries from seven to nine. But the LMP2 and LMP3 classes both remain the same size as they were last year. It's when we get to the GT categories where things start to change it up a little bit. The GTD class actually grew two entries this year compared to where it was last year to 24 entries in 2023. But it's the GTD Pro class which is where we see the cut. Last year, there were 13 cars entered in the class, and this year we're down to just eight. Now, whether this can be chalked up to some drivers perhaps moving on to prototype projects, we don't have cars such as that second Corvette on the grid this year, or it could just be the simple case that that's all the interest that was there for the pro team entries. Regardless though, for me, it was a bit of a surprise to see this dip in GTD Pro entries, and I want to know what you think. Are you surprised at the number of GTD Pro entries that are entered for this year's Rolex, or was it kind of expected for you? Let me know down in the comments below. Now, the result of this cleaning up of these Daytona-only entries means that we're left with 56 entries for the Michelin Endurance Cup year this year, which is up from about 41 that completed in all four of the Michelin Endurance Cup events last year. Fortunately, I wasn't able to find the official registration numbers of how many cars registered for the uh, Michelin Endurance Cup, but just based on counting um, how many cars completed in all four events, uh, it was 41 last year. So 56 is a considerable increase here as well. Now let's take a quick moment to look at the entries that are going to be on the grid for the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Starting things off with the GTP class, you see there are the 01 and the 02 Cadillac racing entries. Both of those will be Chip Ganassi Racings. It's also going to be the number 31 wheel and engineering Cadillac on the grid. You'll have the 
two Porsche Penske Motorsports entries, the number 10 Konica Minolta Acura ARX 06 to go along with the number 60 Meyer Shank Racing to round out the Acura entries. And then lastly, there are the two BMW M Team RLL entries, number 24 and number 25. In the LMP2 category, CrowdStrike Racing will be joined by Tower Motorsports, TDS Racing, Aero Motorsport, High Class Racing, TDS Racing with a second entry, Rick Ware Racing moving from the GTD ranks up into LMP2. Of note, they will be racing an Orica, which they just recently purchased from High Class Racing, so they are not running the Ligier, as this entry list suggests. PR1 Matheson Motorsports, Proton Competition, and AF Corsa round out the LMP2 class. LMP3 will feature a couple of AWA entries. Let's go along with Sean Creech Motorsport, Andretti Autosport, Performance Tech, MRS GT Racing, Riley Autosport, JDC Miller Motorsports, and Fast MD Racing. A fairly nice split of the Duquesne and the Ligier cars in LMP3. In the eight-car strong GTD Pro class, there's the Corvette Racing number three, the defending champions, FAF Motorsports, Vassar Sullivan with their GTD Pro entry, of course, the Heart of Racing, Aston Martin, Risi Competizione, Iron Lynx, TGM Sport and WeatherTech Racing. And the largest class, the GTD class, there's Paul Miller Racing, Vassar Sullivan, Wright Motorsports, Iron Lynx, AF Corsa, Triarsi Competizione, Heart of Racing, Team Korthoff, NT Esport, Magnus Racing, Centilar Racing, MDK Motorsports, Windward Racing, Gradient, Inception, and Wright Motorsports, the US Racetronics Lamborghini, AO Racing, the Iron Dames Lamborghini, two entries from Kelly Moss, Racers Edge Motorsports with Wayne Taylor Racing, and to round it all up, the two Turner Motorsport BMWs. Of course, there's a few natural notes to talk about here, or things you might have noticed with the entry list here. Uh, starting with uh, some of the most obvious ones here, JDC Miller Motorsports competing in the LMP3 category for not only Daytona, but they have also confirmed that that entry for Sebring. This is, of course, because their Porsche 963 uh, GTP class cars are going to be delayed until at least after Sebring. So we're not going to see those cars on the grid. I believe it's not until at least Laguna Seca. And the other team that is supposed to be receiving one of those Porsche customer cars is Proton Competition. As you would have noticed, they have entered an LMP2 category car. There are plenty of the new GT3 cars as well that are going to be running in the GTD Pro and GTD classes, starting with the Ferrari, the Ferrari 296 GT3 car. There will be four of them on the grid in January. There will also be four of the new Lamborghini Huracan GT3 Evo 2s and a hefty group of Porsches as there will be seven of those new Type 992 Porsche 911 GT3 Rs. And one of the things that you really, really love to see is the variation in the manufacturers that are going to be racing specifically in the GTD classes. In fact, of the eight entrants in the GTD Pro category, it will feature seven different manufacturers. Another note about the GTD Pro class is you'll notice that Team TGM is going to be racing in that class and not in the regular GTD class. It's an interesting move on their part as the car will be featuring two silver and two bronze rated 
drivers, but this is apparently intentional and it is an attempt to utilize the different drive time regulations that uh, are, are present for the GTD Pro class versus the GTD class. Looking at this from a bit of a larger picture, it is reported that there are 45 planned full season entries on the IMSA grid this year. Now this is up from the 33 to 37-ish from last year again. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to find the confirmed registrations from last year, but just going through and looking at, generally speaking, who ran basically the entire schedule. Uh, it was 33 to 37 entries. So a nice bump here as well. And that's really great to see that all of the rounds, not just Daytona, not just the Michelin Endurance Cup races, every single round from your Road Americas, your Lagunas, there's going to be more cars on track at, uh, at VIR, even for those GT only rounds. So it should be a season of healthy grid sizes, no matter if we're watching the Rolex 24 or one of those two hour and 40 minute races. Now the reserve list was not made public, but there are a number of big name teams that were left off of the list. These include Racing Team Turkey and the 2020 22 LMP2 class winners Dragon Speed for that LMP2 category. JR3 isn't on the list for the in LMP3. In the GTD ranks, there's a few notable entries left off of uh, the grid here for sure. Starting with KCMG, who you will recall last year, they were that they were the other Porsche that was battling it out with uh, FAF Motorsports for class victory there, eventually spinning out through the bus stop and actually finishing in third place, I believe. A staple of the grid, the Hardpoint Porsche, it will not be on for the Rolex 24. The Carbon Racing Lamborghini, which was quite strong over the course of the season last year. The Sun Energy One Racing Mercedes. Of course, an iconic entry here with the flames across the front of that car and ST Racing. Now, in case if there's any cars that drop off the grid or anything, IMSA will update, uh, they'll release an update in early January. They're also going to uh, provide an update with the entire roster of drivers for each of the cars. Uh, so that'll be coming in early January. That is going to wrap this one up though, but before you go, make sure that you are subscribed on your favorite podcasting app so that you never miss an episode. You can also follow along and interact with us on Twitter or on YouTube at Off in the S's. Once again, thanks for tuning in. I hope everyone has a great race weekend. It doesn't go Off in the S's.